It's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This is the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, FaceTime for Christ's sake. All right, welcome to episode 64 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Take two, Brandon. What are you doing? What is that look on your face? Okay. All right, we're starting over? We are starting over. We're doing it live, damn it. This is we're doing it like the eight years. We're doing like Britt Baker segment on the uh, we're doing the the, the Britt Baker segment on AEW Dynamite. We're cutting it off. We went to commercial, we came back, we act like it never happened. Brandon, how are you? Wait, so people did see the stuff before though, right? They're just gonna pretend that it didn't happen. We're just gonna we're just gonna act like it didn't happen. Look, we didn't mention didn't Starbucks. Happen. We didn't mention anything no. anything about Tony Schiavone. You didn't mention anything about Twitter porn for some odd reason. We're yeah, just gonna no, start this over. All right. <laughs> Let's just do this thing, Brandon. I try clean. to yes, we try to cut to a video of you, and of course my computer crashes because <laughs> the government the government just would not allow such a video. But you know what? Things happen for a yeah. reason. My energy was not all there for the podcast episode. It is back. I am here, brother, brother. Oh, sorry. Hollis says, by the way, that I can't yeah. say brother, brother anymore, so I'm gonna say sister, uh, sister. Uh, wait, why can't he say brother, brother? Huh? Because I say it too much. I say it too much. But that's okay. Uh, Brandon, what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about AEW Dynamite on a cruise ship. (laughs) I do. You know what? I like the cruise ship vibe. Uh, It's cool. It reminded me of uh, that WC. I think it was WCW event you showed me where they're like in the mall. uh, Was that it? Well, it, it. Okay, so. That lets me know you're not a WCW fan, because what it should remind uh, you of is WCW Spring Break. Uh, so they used to do Spring okay. Break where they would have they would do it in a, you know, uh, oh my God, what's the beach town? What's the, where did they where did they not Daytona? What is it, Brandon? Come on, help me out here. Uh, beach town, not Daytona. Is it, or maybe it is Daytona. Where where do kids go on Spring Break? Where do where do the youngsters go oh, for Spring Break, brother, brother? Uh, Cancun. Not that's in uh, Mexico. Amsterdam. So, 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 so I said Florida. Oh, uh, oh, Panama City. Panama City Beach. Thank you, Brandon. He's good for something, okay? All right. So, (laughs) if they would go to Panama City and they would have a pool, when MJF got thrown into the pool, it reminded me so much of WCW. Uh, but the, but I, I made a comment, um, on the live stream because, by the way, um, I went for some reason. Fifteen minutes in, I decide to go on a live stream and I decide to watch AEW Dynamite with everybody yeah. because it was a unique episode. I hadn't done one in a while, um, so so I jumped on and it was fun. I mean, um, we had like three hundred views. It was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Three hundred people sitting there watching comments along. We had people from Saudi Arabia, Texas, wow. Canada, New Hampshire, like all different parts of the world watching that event with me. And they were better company than you ever have been watching <laughs> right? wrestling. Because usually you enjoy it, you're right? a, I, so much more. I was I yeah. thought it was the greatest event in the history of professional wrestling. And I'm not just saying that because Tony Giovanni commentated. But I'm just saying. Um, yeah. You know, it's better than watching Brandon's ass asleep <laughs> on my couch. Uh, you know, just <laughs> by the way, you know what made it even better? When yeah. Cody Rhodes interrupted. It just started from wrestling has more than one uh, royal family. Uh, like he didn't do the whole intro. Why? It didn't Dude, have the intro is awesome. with the lowering and the, oh my god, they could have done so much more. Yeah, they could have done Did so you, much more. Omega's just just started up too, right? Omega's like Omega's, Omega's song? Thing. Yeah, he just yeah. sort of came in. Yeah. <laughs> Omega's got a badass song, by the way. It's speaking of songs, uh, I just want to get this out there. I said this in the live stream. Um, so I was talking to Mikey Ruckus the other day, and if you don't know who Mikey Ruckus is, uh, Mikey Ruckus is uh, the gentleman who actually makes AEW songs. So I'll say this in front of Brandon. I, I did mention this a little bit on the live stream. Um, 
Brandon, like, I told him, like, honestly, like, you're such an inspiration because my friend and I, speaking of Brandon, you know, we're <laughs> musicians and we've tried in the past to kind of make theme songs. And it's hard because you're you're trying to write something for a character or for somebody and trying to make it make sense. And here's a guy who's doing it. He's doing it for, you know, AEW. And, and it's honestly, I gave him his kudos. Um, I've been listening to some of the songs, uh, the Hybrid 2 song. Uh, this is a sidebar. She's not on the chat, but Tiff of All Elite Podcast. I'll say this on, on, on air. I texted this to her privately. So I'm one of the weird people who's probably in Alicia Toots uh, DMs, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. <laughs> but, right. but I told Tiff, I go, I go, man, you know, I like to do that Angelico uh, and Helico dance uh, in the shower naked. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? The, like, <laughs> the, like, the dance that Angelico does when he walks out. Have you? Oh, Ooh, wait, do I just realized that Brandon's never been awake for that entrance is what's going on. Yeah. I've, <laughs> now I got I to go see this. Angelico naked shower. <laughs> well, Angelico's not naked in the shower. I, I'd like to think I'd like to think that he's wearing the highlighter suit in the shower. In fact, I, I like to believe he's wearing that with some flippy flappies. Uh, OK, but anyway, back to AEW Dynamite. So we were talking about, um, well, like Hangman Adam, uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega won the tag team titles. What'd you think about that? I like it, and I also like how th there's this like weird heat between Hangman and Omega and the Bucks. Like they're gonna <laughs> some volatile's gonna happen. You know, something's gonna break up. Slam Hub Wrestling saying Kenny doing the shimmy in the shower. Yep, yep. <laughs> And if you want me to live stream, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> can we? Yeah, can you do that? Can you do live stream? Like a shower scene. This is like why. This is why I'm afraid of interviewing uh, Alicia Atut, who is going to be on our podcast on February 3rd. This is exactly why I'm afraid. So well, Alicia, look, gonna, I'm announcing uh, it officially. Alicia Atut is going to be on our podcast. We are going to have her. Live here, we're going to be interviewing her, and I'm going to scan every single question that Brandon has to ask. Look, it's going to be, we're going to be suited up, maybe, possibly. We are? Uh, we're going to be suited up? She dresses down for her interviews. Why am I suiting up? I mean, it's big time. This is the big leagues. It's, it's the big leagues, Brandon. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I'm interviewing her alone. You know what yeah. it is? I think, I feel, by the way, I feel like the reason we had to restart all of this um we had to restart all these due to these technical difficulties is because drew was supposed to be on this podcast and he he bailed oh. last minute because it was too late because oh, brandon true. brandon doesn't doesn't can't do a podcast you would think by now he would tell like his work like can you open me on thursdays but no nah. he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> care enough about the podcast to do this at a time where everybody will want to watch it <laughs> I'm so serious. I've, I'm going to start doing the podcast by myself soon. Drew, I'm sorry, man. Hopefully he's getting his sleep in. Ask Brandon about the text that I sent him, reaming him a new asshole, because at this point you would think, like, Brandon would tell me his schedule on Thursdays. I don't have to ask for these things. But no, Brandon, Brandon's like a secret agent, as his father used to call him. <laughs> Brandon doesn't like let you know anything until you ask him. That's why his phone goes off about five or six times during a podcast because people and are texting him like, "Are you right. are you live?" And that's why I put it on silent, so we're we're good to go now. But speaking no of your phone, speaking of your phone going off five or six times, we yes. were doing commentary for Knockout Wrestling on January eighteenth at about eleven fifty-five. So that means it was my birthday in five minutes, January nineteenth. <laughs> So we st we do commentary. We have every technical difficulty in the book, and then finally we get on. We're doing commentary, and with one minute left in the w first women's main event, a hardcore match, Brandon's phone goes off no less than ten times. With was, one yeah. minute left of a three-hour event, I, I Brandon, what the hell was going on? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I can't believe I forgot to put the phone on silent anyway to begin with, which is a bad idea because it could have gone off. In the middle of uh, commentary, that would have sucked. So we would have over again. Which yeah. little known fact, by the way, would take one of this podcast that we did. Brandon, when when we talked about this the first time, Brandon turned <laughs> his phone off because it was still on. Brandon yeah. acts like he knows to turn his phone off. Brandon doesn't ever turn his phone off. He's the one person. <laughs> 
in this world under the age of 50 that keeps his phone on loud as opposed to putting it on vibrate? Yeah, I don't know. I never got to the vibrate thing. It was kind of weird. I would, like, miss it. I was like, wait, did my phone vibrate? Maybe not. <laughs> That's because Brandon, uh, the, Brandon yeah, gets weird, weird twitches when yeah, he's sitting down. I'm exactly. Li- <laughs> tell me, tell me who I'm lying right here. I've was, literally, I've literally seen you sit on my couch and just go like, just literally. Let, let me show you. If you're watching the video version, especially, this is gonna be good for you. Hold on. He's just literally like, it just all of a sudden, it just twitches like crazy. Then I'm like, what? What just happened? He's like, oh man, you got bugs over here or something. Exactly. I'm so crawly. And so it's Brett, like, I, I don't know if it's a bug, if it's a phone vibration, if Brett, I'm just spazzing. Brett, I've, li- I've lived in like three different houses, and Brendan's ha- found bugs in all of them. Yet he's the only person that twitches like that. So let me tell you what's going on, Brandon. You need to lay off the meth. Did you know, by <laughs> the way, that, that where Knockout is located, Leesburg, is yeah. like the number two city for meths? In, in, in the, is it in the country or in Florida? I wonder, is it in the country? That would be pretty crazy that'd be kind of crazy leesburg florida yeah you see people are asking brandon what are you smoking what are you what are you smoking brandon seriously that is the main question by the way if you smoke leesburg (laughs) no wonder he goes to knockout um but anyway i'm wearing if if anyone's noticed i'm wearing a beach towel in commemoration of the rock and wrestling rager i want to go next year brandon let's go you know what it's gonna be really cool seeing kenny on camera at the rager do you think you i'm know? gonna be on camera at the rager by next year <laughs> you have faith in me i like how I by, the way, faith by the way brandon uh if you, if anyone doesn't know brandon well enough what he just did was slyly <laughs> very very sneakily said that i am not going with you <laughs> that's, wow. that's literally what wow. he just said so it's not a compliment wow. that he said to me it's literally that he absolved himself <laughs> of having to go to this event he's like yeah that'd be cool when you're on there you know, and he thinks he's sneaky. He thinks he's really I'm sneaky. It's sneaky at all. I just think it would be really cool, man. And he'd have one of those like mania moments, but it'd be like an AEW moment, you know? Kind of like, you know? Unbelievable, Brandon. Unbelievable. But anyway, <laughs> Brandon. Kind of like, like the Lizzie and the, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, Sasha. Like one of those moments, you know? Who's That'd be cool. Lizzie? Who the hell is Lizzie? Izzy. Sorry. Oh, Izzy. Oh my god. Yeah. He called I don't know. It's yeah. He called it's Izzy the, Lizzie. So yeah. now we even have people he's met in real life. Now he's mispronouncing their names. I'm like, who the hell is it? I thought you were talking about Lacey Evans. <laughs> Good it's Lord, either, Brandon. It's, it's or potassium deficiency one of the two it is definitely it it is definitely a brain deficiency um but brandon you know let's jump around a a little bit here um so i've heard rumors um i've heard rumors of wrestlemania being two days in 2021 there are rumors going around i think Corey graves talked about it on his podcast that it's possible what would you think if they had a two-day wrestlemania would you be for that would you camp out (laughs) <laughs> well, well, more so. Well, no, because obviously you'd buy tickets for both. But I'm asking you, what uh, would you think about two, three, four hour events instead of like one long six hour event? Uh, right. Oh. Uh, granted, granted. Like just the my disclaimer. Hour. Granted, my yeah. disclaimer is that Brandon's going to fall asleep no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's that There's, long, yeah. I mean, it's about to happen. Brandon, WrestleMania hasn't been four hours in a couple of years now. Oh wait, are we it's, counting? It's like, been like six stuff? hours. No, well, even without the pre-show, it's still at least five something. WrestleMania is, is, is easily yes, easily like a five hour. Like I want you to remember this. WrestleMania thirty three started at seven o'clock. Remember that? Like we didn't get out of there till like one a.m. It was late. Uh, I thought we got out at decent time. We were just hanging around. That was the New York one, right? No, I'm talking about oh. the Orlando one when the Hardys oh, the came back. The Hardys didn't come back to like 1130. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, dude, I, it is yeah. long. It's like five hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, they they need to get it to like four like really good hours. I think that would be perfect. That way you don't have to do two days. Because it's like, you know, you already have like the access and all that stuff like leading up to it. It's like, do you need to have, like, the event 
itself being right. and people people in the chat are saying without the pre-show it's like six hours so yeah exactly confirming what i'm saying but wow, uh, I so, watch that much so <laughs> right, like, like, right. Oh, <laughs> so so that being said um again how do you feel about possibly two four-hour events as opposed to one six-hour event i'll take i'll take the one six hour to the two four hours <laughs> brandon's because like at least i can get it out of the way yeah <laughs> brandon doesn't like wrestling i don't think i, I don't <laughs> think anybody realizes brandon does not like professional wrestling listen to this guy I, it's like pro wrestling but it's like with anything it's like did you do anything for six hours like do you want to have sex for six hours like, that's like, insane. you saw my eyebrow go up <laughs> yeah it's like it's just too much I mean, Brandon, we commentated a three-hour event. Try commentating a six-hour event. Yeah, exactly. Which that's <laughs> crazy, right? When you think about it. Well, I mean, I don't care how hyped you are. Six hours of commentating, dude. After commentating, I gotta give kudos to like Michael Cole and Corey yeah. Graves and stuff because at the end of three hours, we're sitting there like, like again, and 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 just full disclaimer, there was nothing wrong with the match. That was an amazing match between the two women, the first uh, women's main event, but it's just hard to have a situation where it's been three hours and you're sitting with this idiot over here. And you're talking <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but seriously, it's hard to, even though it's an exciting match, it's hard to keep up the excitement as a commentator and to keep describing it to people. And um, yeah. Yeah, especially at like three in the morning. At that time, I mean, yeah, we were doing it. At, we yeah. were doing it at like three in the morning. But I mean, hey, I mean, the women's main event at WrestleMania 35 went on after midnight. You know right. what I mean? So, and yep. they're they're outdoors. Like we're sitting at least for for all intents and purposes. A lot of the times we're sitting, you know, when we're recording the commentary, at least in like a like our rooms with air conditioning or heat, depending on the weather. And, you know, right. we're comfortable in that sense. You know, I, I don't have pants on half the time, you know, hold it. Full. Right. <laughs> Brandon doesn't have pants on right now. I've, yeah, that's why I'm not standing up. Me neither. Yeah. And I'll, I'll knock the camera over like I did that one episode. Right. And then show this pants. Right. That on that really episode. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, it just cuts to naked Brandon Crouch. <laughs> yeah. We got we, 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 I was going to say, we would have got kicked off of Twitch. Uh, yeah. so, like RVD and then Impact Wrestling did. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the point. Yeah, it, dude, like uh, the, the chat saying two, two night WrestleMania can give every match equal time to shine this year's <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom's a great time of uh, example of that. Um, yeah, like that's the thing. Like, would you like the universal title to main event one night and then the world, you know, the WWE championship to main event the other night? Would that be good? Would we get maybe if that way? Yeah, everybody gets a chance to be on the show. Right. Would we thing? get yeah. more more women matches? You know, as opposed to like you know, because that's one thing. Uh, WrestleMania, like I feel like they give one cruiserweight match. They give one women's match. You know what I mean? Because they have to, if you will. So at right. least this would give them time to be like, all right, let's let's give more. My opinion, though. Yeah. My opinion. I I I I want one night of Mania. That's I, I don't want two nights uh, if, if anyone's at, wondering what my opinion is. Um, but I just wish that, uh, you know, I wish the event was shorter. But that's the problem. It's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if it's shorter, a lot of people go, well, damn it. So-and-so didn't make it on the card. They deserve better. They, and it's like these part-timers are taking up all the time. And it's like, well. That's it, why we gave you the pre-show. Right. Just watch the pre-show, everybody. <laughs> All right. They, you know what they should do? They should make the pre-show three hours. Look, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> Before the event starts, then I could just no, skip it and no, watch the No, because then card. we'd be sitting there. We'd be sitting there in the in the stadium watching it. No, we'd just show up when the main card starts. Right? We don't need that's to be there for the pre-show, That's when you mentally show up. But anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I, I it, it's, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. I, I say keep WrestleMania the way it is. Um, if you're going to do like a six hour event like that, I mean, could you do it from two different locations? Like, would that be something, you know what I mean? Like how they did WrestleMania two, where they did one in Los Angeles and they did one in, uh, they did one in, in, uh, New York. And then I, I don't remember Chicago, I think was the third one. Would you, would you be opposed to something like that? Or would people be like, they're ripping us off. They're giving us, they're only giving us two hours. You know, so it's like, again, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I feel like just keep it the way it is. Run a four-hour show and keep it keep it like that. But speaking of uh, keeping it short, let's go on to the next <laughs> next topic. Um, 
<laughs> Wait, let's let's get into the, a little a little rumble talk. I guess this rebound. You want to get into here. the rumble rumble talk? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's let's do get it. to rumble. All right. Before yeah, my favorite event. Rails. My favorite event. Go ahead. Yes. Royal Rumble is Kitty's favorite event. Everybody. <laughs> Wait. So Slam Hub Wrestling has a has has tweeted me a picture that he wants me to plug into my OBS. Um, I, I will gonna, it crash it. Though? I was gonna say That's since it crashed it, yeah. last time, I'm just gonna show it to the camera and see if if you could see that right here. It is Brandon and a shirtless Chris Van Vliet behind him <laughs> with his hands in a precarious position. <laughs> oh, Brandon! Fantastic, Brandon! Oh, I can't you believe. see what cool stuff we could do like with our host or not host though uh, with the guest. You know, that's all I'm saying. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And people are people are ready to trigger me on the chat. By the way, they just want to hear me rant because apparently on this podcast, if you get me mad, it the the getting's good. So Brandon, let go ahead. It's time to trigger me. Who's who's winning the Royal Rumble, Brandon? In your opinion, who's winning the men's Royal Rumble? Who's winning the the women's Royal Rumble? All right, let's start off first. Women's Royal Rumble. The winner will be Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is winning the Women's Royal Rumble. You heard it here first. All right? And then, for the Men's Royal Rumble, it's going to be the franchise, John Cena. That's right, damn it. John Cena <laughs> is winning the 2020 Royal Rumble. Take that, haters. And he's going on to WrestleMania, and he's picking up number 17. It's going to be awesome. Brandon, what the hell are you smoking? What? By the way, hi Tiff on the chat. Welcome, welcome. Um, you think Alexa Bliss and John Cena are winning the freaking Royal Rumble? Hell yeah, hell yeah, they are. <laughs> it is gonna be awesome. I'm gonna mark out. I, I'm speechless, Brandon. What, what? What are you? How? How in the hell is John Cena coming back? It, like they can find a way. It's Cena. Why would Alexa Bliss win? Because she's Alexa Bliss. She's awesome. Tiff, by the way, I was telling a story about doing an Angelico dance in the shower. You missed that completely, okay? <laughs> because you're the person that I told that to. Everybody else was just like, what What the hell is he talking about? Um, yeah, and, and the chat's saying that they didn't even have to do anything to trigger me because, of, because you got it on tap, Brandon. Um, <laughs> let, let me tell you what I think is going to happen in the Royal Rumble. I think, I think we're going to have a couple situations. First of all, Brock Lesnar... Um, is coming out at number one. Whoever number two is, is going to be, to me, it could be a big a big thing. It could be uh, Matt Riddle. It could be Dio Madden, because he took out Dio Madden on commentary, and Dio Madden said, I'm going to wrestle instead. Uh, it could be R-Truth. Uh, number two could be Cain Velasquez. Uh, number two could be Drew fucking McIntyre. You know, we, we have a situation where number two could be pretty interesting. Whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar, it's pretty damn interesting. Who do you think is going to eliminate Brock Lesnar, Brandon? John Cena will eliminate <laughs> Brock Lesnar. I mean, it, look, it doesn't really matter who eliminates Brock Lesnar. What do you mean it doesn't also, matter? I mean, it's going to give somebody the rub. It'll probably be some random guy. What do you mean but it, it doesn't, doesn't matter? Brock Lesnar, whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar is a made man. That's why I think it's going to end up being Drew McIntyre. Because then That'd he be can nice. feud for the yeah. universal title going into WrestleMania. Or he gets the rub, but Cena ultimately wins. Everybody's John Cena happy. is not coming back. I'll tell you that right now. Who I think is coming back, though, based on a lot of rumors, um, and I'm not usually one to shout out Hail Marys, but I think Edge is coming back. I really do think Edge is going to be in this Royal Rumble. I don't know. You think you think they're gonna swerve us? You think you and know he's me? gonna pop out? Oh, <laughs> do I? Uh, he's he's in the best shape of his life. Um, he's in the best shape of his life. There's rumors of him going, you know, to where WWE Medical is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Is my thing. But my my right. disclaimer is: if Edge doesn't show up, if Edge doesn't show up uh, at this Rumble, he's never wrestling again. That's my opinion. But, you know, there's a chance, man. There's a chance. There's a chance for CM Punk. I don't think so. But there's a chance CM Punk could show yeah. up. Um, you know, um, my two picks are Edge or Drew McIntyre. So I think Drew mm. McIntyre is actually going to be the one to win it because they have let him be himself on live TV now. 
Uh, he's not like this, like, just Scottish mean guy, like, all the time. Like, he's actually showing some personality. The fact that he's counting down the Claymore when he's like, three, two, one, and then hitting the Claymore. Like, like he's getting over. And, and the crowd's uh, counting down with him, you know? It's crowd's counting down with him. <laughs> you know, yeah, one of, a friend of the podcast, Keith, you know, he was like, no, they don't have enough time to build McIntyre. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, literally, go back to 2005 when Batista won the Royal Rumble. Um, Vince McMahon doesn't want to because he blew up both his quads when that happened. Um, but if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch it back on the WWE Network. Uh, they didn't, uh, they weren't... <laughs> Batista and John Cena were not supposed to go out at the same time the way they did. Luckily, they hit at the same time. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Batista, they, the time from the Rumble all the way to WrestleMania, they built him up so good. They built him up so good to the fact that like he became a legend in the business after that. So why couldn't they build Drew McIntyre? Bil- Drew McIntyre is being built, being built for the better part of 10 years. Here's a guy that Vince McMahon on live television said he is a future world champion. It's about damn time that it's he stops being a future world champion and starts being a world champion. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's it's long overdue. Um, and like I said, this this is a good time for it to happen, but I'm still saying Cena's a lock. So that's that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> going to the uh, women's Royal Rumble. Uh, personally, I think it's one of two people depending on if one is ready or not. So my two picks for the Women's Royal Rumble are either Ronda Rousey, the returning Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Or Mm. if she is not available, if she's not ready to come back yet, I think they'll throw Shayna Baszler into that role. Do you think they'll have Shayna Baszler winning it? You're, you're saying Shayna yes. Baszler can win the Royal yes. Rumble? Yes, I wow. think I think either Ronda Rousey is gonna. I think I think if I had to pick between the two, I would pick uh, Ronda Rousey for the simple reason that it would make so much sense for her to go to WrestleMania and face Becky Lynch, and basically right the wrong from last year's WrestleMania. Uh, so that's my opinion. Uh, my opinion is that I think we're gonna get a huge return. Uh, I can even see Ronda Rousey being number thirty. And um, winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, to me, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, well, if they put the women's match mm-hmm. on second, then it's definitely Rousey. But for all we know, Edge, <laughs> Edge, is, uh, Edge is in the Men's Rumble. You got to put that on last. You know what I mean? So, so I don't know. The Rumble is a weird time because you can guess so many different things. You could be right. You could be wrong. Um, it, it's a cool time of the year. It's a cool time of the right. year. Yeah, let's look at uh, well the rest of the car really quick. Um, oh, what, what do you got for the Universal Championship? Uh, the Fiend and uh, D- uh, versus uh, D. Bryan, top five. Wait, the chat. Wait, wait. Oh. I, we're not going to talk about the entire entire Rumble. The Rumble matches, oh, no, I think, oh. is what we we should limit it to. But uh, by, by, by but uh, okay. I want to answer this this uh, question in the chat, which was Ken. What would you do if Ziggler won? I would pretty much turn off the Royal <laughs> Rumble and watch AEW predominantly uh, after that. Dude, why not, dude? Ziggler's big time. He, he's a big time star, former it champ. Should have been yeah. me. That's a good story. It makes sense. Oh, it's horrible. And he finally gets uh, over. It's like watch. It would be like watching my the girl that I've been in love with for ten years go with the last guy that I want her to go with. Oh man! Uh, but I think the fiend, the fiend's <laughs> gonna beat Daniel Bryan. I think I don't. I, the fiend. It's hard. It's hard to have. I don't know. Like with the fiend, I don't sit there and I don't. I don't guess about it because his storyline's been good enough that I'm just intrigued to watch it. You know what I mean? Does that right. make sense? Uh, whatever yeah. they do, I feel like will be will be money with the fiend. Um, right. But anyway, Brandon, uh, a topic I did yeah. want to talk about that just kind of happened today. Uh, a lot of rumors, uh, Rhea Ripley, by the way, the, the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, there's um, rumors that, you know, they've started officially calling her title uh, the NXT Championship. And no longer will they call it the Women's Championship. It'll just be an NXT Championship <laughs> in the same vein but as a uh, real champ. Uh, what do you feel about that, though? Do you feel like there's some confusion uh, with something like that? <sighs> this, this is a topic you know I want to get I, into. Yeah. No, you know, I kind of like it. It's like a uh, actor, you know? It should just be actor. Like, why do you need actress? So you an feel actor, so, so you, you know. feel this is a, like an it's a good actor. thing? Yeah. So, yeah. 
I'm weird on this because there's a chance part, a chance. right? And, and there's there's a part of me that like I get it, and 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 I feel like we don't need to be in an era where. You know, we say the women's championship because then you say you okay, you have one women's match and now you've you've hit the criteria and that's it. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like we've we've progressed to a point where there should be three or four women's matches. It shouldn't be a women's division per se. It should be just like these are wrestlers, these are superstars. I mean, they don't call them divas anymore. They call them WWE superstars. superstars you know, right. so. So calling it a WWE championship or NXT championship, I should say, in this case, is not a bad idea, you know, but where does that leave uh, Becky Lynch or where does that leave Bailey? You know, do you call that Wait, a WWE no. championship? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I call that WWE championship and you can call the men's the heavyweight or something, right? Oh, that, oh, that well, that, does that still make a distinction? <laughs> right. I feel like that's going to, that makes it a distinction. That's kind of weird, you know, and I feel like that might belittle the women to call it one heavyweight I don't know. I don't know. It, it's kind of like a weird thing. I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Um, I just feel like a better solution to me would have been to say the the NXT Women's Championship and the NXT Men's Championship. Ah, uh, now you want to throw the men's in there, right? Like I feel like you can say to this make is it equal. This yeah. is the men's title, the NXT Men's Championship, and the NXT Women's Championship. Like I feel like it would have done better than to just call them both NXT Championships. Um, but at the same time, but what like, if you want to do an angle where you have a woman challenge for the quote, and that's, and, and that's weird. The timing of it, right? Where Tessa Blanchard wins right. the, uh, impact world heavyweight title. And then, uh, NXT is going to change the name of Rhea Ripley's title to the NXT championship. I think we're going to get some good intergender, like champ v champ stuff. Wouldn't that be neat? I don't think we're getting intergender yeah, anything uh, in WWE. I bluntly don't think we're getting anything. And I don't think, I think that's, you see, that's my issue with them changing it. Because now people like you and people on the internet are going to be like, are going to be like, you know, oh, we're going to cross, you know, we're going to cross into uh, male versus female. And I don't think that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to set the precedent that the women and the men are, are, are on equal um on equal playing field now. Mm. It, it's not that they're opening up anything. It's just a it's literally right. just a name change. Yeah, it, it, and in that case, since it's just a name change, is it a big deal either way? Right, and either I think way, I think we'll get used to it. No, right, and I think that's right. why ultimately I'm okay with it because I think, um, you know, eventually we'll get used to it. Um, what I just what I just hope it doesn't happen is that like it becomes an issue if that makes sense like people come out of the woodwork to like you know make it an issue and what i hope is that commentators don't get confused when they're talking <laughs> about it does that make sense like NXT, you know like we're ripley the nxt women nxt champion like you know and you know do little flubs but right. but let's see what happens let's see what happens i mean you know i'm gonna be blunt i think the nxt women's division is better than the men's division anyway so, you know, gen gender doesn't matter in that sense because, you know, the women's division's coming on strong. I would prefer there to be more women's. We were talking about this the other day, a friend and I, about how stacked yeah. the roster is for the females in NXT. You got, like, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Candice LeRae. Like, I, I'm, I'm forgetting people. Shotzi Blackheart. Like, I mean, you yeah. have uh, Bianca Belair. You know, they're, like, you literally could have, like, five, six different champions and be okay in the women's division. So, to me, it's like, would it have been better to put a, a mid-card title for the women? Like, would that have been a uh, better solution? Like, you know. Just to have so many people, right. Right. And the Something men, else for them to fight for. Right. But then, do you, what do you do there? Do you call it, do you call it the NXT Women's North American Championship? Or do you just call it North American? So hopefully what I'm, what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that if they're going to call this the NXT championship, that all that happens in the WWE is that the women and the men reflect each other. So what I mean by that is if you have a male WWE champion, you have a male or female, sorry, <laughs> WWE champion. If you have a male intercontinental champion, you have a female intercontinental champion you have a tag team champion for the men you have a tag team champion for the women so I, I i feel like this can open up some um some of that 
because I think I do think, you think the main roster has enough talent to support like two mid card titles, like a U.S. and a you know intercontinental. We see the the chat saying Fernando saying you know a women's internet champion or a TV champion that goes that defeats the purpose. So if you have an if you have a TV champion or something, and the male uh, the male division doesn't have one, it completely defeats the purpose of them making this an equivalent title. That's the whole point of them putting the you know just calling it an NXT champion. It, it's supposed to reflect again. It's supposed to be on par. This is equal. Okay, so there are no standards being set. So if you say, oh, well, put it this way. Why would the, say it like this in your head. The, you have a North American and an intercontinental champion in the male division. You have a TV champion in the women's division. It literally will mm-hmm. put them on a lesser level. So I would, I would, I would say keep it, keep it as it is. Reflect the titles. Um, but at the same time, I'm also a purist. I feel like there are too many damn titles in the WWE. That's my issue more than anything. Forget male, female, forget tag, tag division, this, that, or the other. There are so many titles in the WWE that it's like, at this point, it's like, it's like a, partici- a participation trophy. <laughs> how, how many titles do you think there should be? I think we're good. I, oh, I'm not one? saying. Oh, oh it's charged now. Okay. Right. I'm not saying that, uh, you know. I'm not saying don't add more titles, but at the same time, it's like I don't want it to get watered down. The concept of being a champion. I don't know. End my rant on that. Sorry. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to think, again, this has, that for me, this has nothing to do with gender. It's like about the, uh, the ramifications um, of this, you know? Uh, right. So, so again, I mean, Becky Lynch put out a statement, which I'll read, um, because she had talked, I guess, on WWE Backstage about... Um, removing the women's uh, the name women from the division and coincidentally then the next day they did this thing with uh, Rhea Ripley's title so again it was coincidental I guess and so what she her comment was my comment about removing the word women from the conversation wasn't about renaming a division it was about beginning to rethink it I wasn't advocating for any changes in title names or anything else like I'd have the power but simply an equal volume of opportunities that are based on skill and not gender. The term women can limit openings because phrases like there's already a women's match on the show is still in wrestling's historical DNA. We're all just superstars who want our shots and places on the shows if we earn and deserve them. I'd simply love us to get to a place where there's three women's matches on pay-per-view or ten. Or none if it so happens that we're not serving the audience. And that's Becky Lynch has exactly the perfect point of view of kind of what I'm getting at, whether it's to have 10 women's matches or to have zero. I want the women on the same playing field as the men in that sense. So if the women's, if the women do not have a good storyline going that month, good. Don't give them a match. But if the women have the best storylines going, give them every single match, but one, do you get what Maybe I'm saying? From the main event. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. so that's, that's my point. I think Becky Lynch hit it the nail on the head. Um, that's literally what I think is, should happen in the WWE. And we're moving towards that. You know, we're moving to- towards that. No, thanks to te- right. Tessa Blanchard. I don't think this was, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tessa started. All right. <laughs> so wait, so you're saying, so no to maybe another evolution, maybe just have more women's well, matches. Remember, on I, do you remember? 50s. And I might've said this on a couple episodes ago. I said, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm okay with another evolution because it's not needed. So I don't necessarily want another evolution. What I wanted was what's going on now. So Becky Lynch has explained it and, 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 and pontificated it a lot better than I ever could. Um, I was trying to say it's not about having an all-female event because if you have an all-female event, it's still, in, it's still showing you that it's a lesser division and we need to bring it up. To me, the women's division is on par with the male division right now. So instead of having, you know another evolution they just just give them half the matches on a pay-per-view they're good enough you know what i mean so that that's my point you know you have a two-day wrestlemania give them a give them a wrestlemania give them an entire day for wrestlemania i'm just kidding you know obviously but but then that goes back to that two-day conversation you can have more more matches because you can have more matches there's more opportunity for male and female you know so there there could be good things to a two-day wrestlemania that is a lot of WrestleMania. 
but we'll love it. Speaking of way. a lot of titles, by the way, there yeah. are rumors that by the next Jericho Cruise that AEW will introduce a six-man title. How do you feel about that? A six-man? So is that like like in basketball terms, like the six-man? or No, like no. The, the six-man six, tag? No, six-man tag. So so oh, basically, wow. oh, so basically like Jurassic Express could win it. Yeah. So... Um, so obviously that would to mm. me that would negate the freebird rule in a stable. Right. Uh, I I like the freebird rule when a stable has it because then you have like uh, differing matches like SCU did it, you know, or I guess technically they didn't do it, but they could have done it where you know you have um, you know Scorpio Sky team with Frankie Kazarian or you got uh, Frankie Kazarian team in with uh, Christopher Christopher Daniels, um, yeah. or, or you know. Or, you know, if you have, uh, like, a women's tag team championships, you could have Sheeta teaming with Emi Sakura. I just wanted to sneak Emi Sakura's name onto, uh, <laughs> onto this podcast, by the way. She has nothing to do with anything. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I support, a, like, I get it because AEW's strong point is the, the tag team division. It's but I feel like the, a six-man tag would just completely defeat the purpose. Or is it just me? Is there a third Lucha Brother? No, that was Christopher Daniels. But you oh. fell asleep. You fell asleep before <laughs> they took asleep. the mask off. Before, so right. you didn't know. You didn't know that. Damn it. Well, yeah. That, I, yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, maybe if they just have a bunch of three-person stables coming up. I mean, they, they could make it happen, I suppose. Or, you know, use different guys that they're not really doing much in singles and then, you know, pair them up with a couple other guys. But... Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I was kind of used to that. Like you said, the Freebird thing, where you could win the tag titles and then mix up who's carrying or right. who's defending the so, belts. And then my thing night. is like AEW doesn't have like a mid card title right now, and it's mm-hmm. like, so why the right. hell? Why the hell are you doing uh, like a six man title? And then to me, that's offensive to the women again in their in their company because you are don't going to mirror them, yeah, you, yeah. right? You don't have a tag team titles for them even and you're going to do a six man so so there's literally going to be two male tag team titles and then you don't have but you know it's also a year from now so by then maybe they could introduce a mid-card title women's tag team titles emmy sakura could present it to somebody or become one of the champions i'm sorry i i if i can find a way to sneak emmy sakura's name on here i will i will we love emmy sakura you didn't, you didn't say it properly. So, Brandon, did you know, by the way, like, it, it occurred to me that uh, Lacey Evans has only been on the main roster for a year? Wow. Well, she definitely, she, like, vastly right. improved, like, from, right. yeah, from when she started to, like, now. Like, like now she's legit. Like, I feel like she belongs there, you know what I mean? That's my point. That's my point yeah. is, like, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, didn't she debut in Rumble 2018? And uh, I was like, wait, that wasn't Rumble, you know, that wasn't the Royal Rumble 2018, that was 2019. I was like, holy crap, she's only been there a year, and in that time, she's gone from, like, the most hated character, where people were like, get her off my television, to one of the most beloved. And I said this, or I want you to go listen to an episode from, yeah. from January last year. You can hear my exact words when they were talking about all of the people that were coming up to the main roster from NXT. I said, don't sleep on Lacey Evans because Lacey Evans is going to be the breakout star of the group. And damn it, if I wasn't right, out of Heavy Machinery, which, by the way, they're doing great now. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Um, Ricochet, all of them. Lacey Evans has, has leapfrogged everybody. Yeah leapfrogged everybody she's challenging for the the wwe championship which is crazy because i yeah i I thought uh fire desire was sort of gonna be right we thought mandy rose yeah we talked about specifically right was gonna be the one that was gonna be yeah but now it's like Lacey Evans coming right. out of nowhere. And, and the chat's saying her in-ring improved big time. She wasn't ready yeah. then. And that's exactly what I'm saying. But I told everybody, this is it's character development, right? Lacey Evans had the best character coming out of NXT, out of everybody. And the in-ring work can come. A lot of people disagree with me. They, they always say, you know, well, if they're not a good in-ring wrestler, then what, why do I care? Because wrestling is about moments. I'm telling you guys, you can always pick up in ring but if you have a solid character you have something to build on there i'm going to tell you this right now in the chat right now everybody in the chat what's kurt angle's best match go ahead i'll wait oh uh it was the tna versus uh, mojo all right see 
it's arguable. It's my point. It, 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 it's who knows what his best match is. I mean, Kurt Angle's always been a solid in-ring performer. Brandon, best and funniest Kurt Angle <laughs> moment in the WWF? Uh, probably the milk. Milk truck. That's uh, yeah, so milk. Yeah. Exactly. And I was, I was going to say, without a shadow of a doubt, everybody always talks about that milk truck. And that has nothing to do with the fact that the man's an Olympic gold medalist. That has nothing to do with the fact that, that he might be the best in-ring worker of his generation. Everybody <laughs> remembers Kurt Angle and a damn milk truck. Moments and characters are what take you far in, in WWE especially, but in the wrestling business. you got to have some sort of character. The Dark Order in AEW, I've said it before, the Dark Order. There's a reason why in terms of a, like I, my fandom of the Dark Order has just gone up tremendously because they have the best in-ring work. And I showed this, by the way, on the podcast last night. But Brandon, the, the fact that they are sending, they are sending PDFs to people um, <laughs> through an email blast so that you can print it. Look at this. You can print the Dark Order stuff and put it up places using the hashtag join dark order this is the great is the greatest viral campaign that AEW has done with the dark order characters guys characters not in ring work because guess what when you have to retire from the ring you better know how to talk so that you can stay in the damn wrestling business there's a reason why Corey like, Graves has, was able to yeah. retire and go straight to the announcing booth even though a lot of people didn't know he was a good talker but my you know you get my point there's a reason why some of the greats who uh, just pretty much had to go away from WWE because they didn't have no merit after they were after they had to retire. But yeah, and yes, by the way, the chat's yeah. saying that I need to print out some of those flyers and put it behind <laughs> you. Put the flyers behind me on like the screen. Yes. <laughs> yes, you gotta make it happen, man. We'll I, another. I was gonna say, I, just I, don't, edit I don't know. It I'm in, right? scared that yeah, I'm scared the OBS might eat your computer. Yeah, OBS does not like me. <laughs> does not like me, Brandon. Brandon, <laughs> let's get controversial. Let's get controversial. I want, yeah. I want you to hear. I, w I want you to discuss this one with me, and then we'll probably wrap it up. Call this one a shorter episode. Um, right. So, who's a better heel in the world of professional wrestling right now, Maxwell Jacob Freeman or Baron Corbin? Oh man, yeah, um, yeah. I, I have to say, Baron Corbin Ooh. is the better heel because, he, yeah, because like, like you like you like hate Baron Corbin. Like like I like MJF too much. I'm like, oh, he's like he's he's too cool for me. You know what I mean? Right. As 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 a performer and like his stick is too cool, uh, so it's like I'm I'm liking him more than I'm like ah, God, I want they got to lose sort of thing. You know, I kind of want him to win almost. You know, right, right. So so exactly exactly what I was gonna say, and I feel like we're, we're, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this, but I guess we will get a lot of heat because you share the same the same opinion as me. So a lot of people on Twitter, and there's a lot of bias. Again, guys, I walk the line personally with AEW and WWE. I want them to to do good. I mean, the fact that uh, I, I don't have the exact ratings on me right now, but like AEW did win the uh, did win the Wednesday Night Wars this week. You know, uh, with I know the tape a, show <laughs> with a tape show, no less. And uh, I do know a combined 1.6 million people uh, watched. Um, let me see if I could get the uh, the numbers here. Yes, so AEW Dynamite did 871,000. WWE NXT did. 769,000 all right and that's even with a certain someone who the chat is asking me to, to to ask you who won a title on nxt brandon who won a title on nxt uh omega they won and hangman won title right on nxt omega won mm -hmm. oh oh on nxt i'm sorry mm. i got mm. aw on the mind uh damn aew mark yeah, that's AEW Mark. Uh, oh wait, didn't like uh, one of the Keith Lee or something win it? Yes, Keith Lee won yes. the North American title. Yes, yes Keith Lee. Wow, Brandon, how long did that take you to Google search? I didn't. No, you know, because Brandon I was, was stalling. To, Brandon no, was stalling. No, no, <laughs> I, you know what? I was gonna try to look it up, but I didn't even have time to do it. I was just like, you know what? Keith Lee sounds he's like, like. Yeah, he's yeah, the most yeah. fitting. Yeah, he's the most fitting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which, so by the like, way, I said uh, I wish Drew was here because I'd rant to him because Drew was saying, you know, he should win the uh, the world title in the NXT Championship. I said, no, no. I said, save that for NXT in Tampa. Take over Tampa. I said, you have him win the North American Championship going into that. Ding, 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 ding. I am always right on this podcast. Always remember that. I, I always know where WWE should go because a lot of people give WWE crap for no reason. So going back to my rant, though, uh, on uh, on Twitter, a lot of people are, are so AEW biased, especially because I think to me, more people use social media for AEW, those type of fans, you know, uh, I'm fair. I'm very fair. And uh, the question posed, yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about Baron Corbin being cr- a crappy heel and talking about MJF being the best heel in the business. And I'm like, I disagree. And uh, I mean, like my disclaimers, I'm a huge MJF fan. I love MJF, but I understand Baron Corbin's place. And Baron Corbin is such a better heel than MJF for the simple reason that people legitimately don't like him. The fact that people go on social media just to bash Baron Corbin and say there's nothing good about Baron Corbin, (laughs) Baron Corbin's crap. It's like, ding, ding, ding. He's a heel. You're not supposed to like him. And people are like, no, it's different. He's got go away heat. I'm like, no, he doesn't have go away heat. The one thing you don't want to have is X-Pac heat. All right. That's an affectionate term. There's Uh. the affectionate term is X-Pac heat, which is the no reaction. Uh, Unfortunately, Sean Waltman faced that at about 2001 where he would come out and there would be no reaction. It doesn't matter what kind of reaction you get. If it's positive or negative, if you get a reaction, it's a good thing. In Baron Corbin's place, think about this. How many people have booed Roman Reigns in this feud? Roman Reigns used to be such a polarizing figure. Mm-hmm. He would get half boos, half cheers. There's not one person that is not cheering Roman Reigns. Baron Corbin's such a heat magnet that you can take a guy who's polarizing, put him against Baron Corbin, and make him into the biggest babyface. There is a guy that is good for the business. He understands his role. I think I said it on the podcast. He's a guy that goes on social media. He'll do a steak well done just to get people to go, oh my God, I can't believe that idiot did a steak well done. Baron Corbin understands his place in the business. He doesn't care if anybody likes him. He doesn't care if he sells merchandise. He is an asset to the business. MJF is one of the greatest heels in that he understands his place. He knows he doesn't have to do flashy moves. Again, it's not about in-ring work. It's about character. And he can crap on the whole crowd. But I wouldn't say he's a better heel than Baron Corbin for the simple reason that people like MJF. People like his shtick. And that's not taking anything away from MJF. It's just if you're telling me who's the better heel, I'm going to go with the person who gets the most booze without a cheer. Right. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying, Baron Corbin, as much as everybody wants to, they, they, probably people are going to call me a WWE mark right now. But I <laughs> would say, you, by the definition, mark. by definition, Baron Corbin's a better heel than MJF. So is Go Away Heat the best kind of heat to have? No, Go Away Heat's bad, but Baron Corbin doesn't have Go Away Heat. People still tune in and boo him. They're not changing the channel. They're not like, you know, it's not like a lack of reaction. That to me, right. that's it's to me. Legit, yeah. It's legit heat. It's like when yeah, the Iron cool. Sheik would come out and people yelled at, yelled at him like crazy in the 80s. Right. Uh, oh, I guess this is a quote from him uh, in one of his interviews. He's like, I take pride in being a true heel. Uh, I take pride in really irritating people in that way so much that they're trying to make up words like go away heat. Uh, uh, this is actual irritation that I'm causing people, and I'm trying to do it as much as possible. I want to. I don't want to be cool. I want to walk out and watch right. people's faces just turn Thank to anger you. and frustration. Exactly. Right. So he understands. And, and to me, the irony is he did so much good for the business. But you know who's the guy to me that got us into that stage? Triple H. H. Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Triple H. When he was a heel. He was such a good heel that he was cool. Like when he'd come out with his leather jacket, his long hair, and he'd spit out, you'd be like, ah, oh, I like Triple H, man. I can't help but like him. And um, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, it's like, and people in the chat right now are saying, remember when Corbin was killing the ratings on Raw? Don't, don't, <laughs> don't They're sit killing. there and put that on Corbin because Raw, <laughs> Raw was so badly booked and in some ways still is. Baron Corbin's getting booked 
like a champ on SmackDown. You know what I mean? So don't don't put that on him. Don't put that on him. That was that was the raw creative team not doing their job because a lot of the times it's not the athlete's fault. It's not the wrestler's fault. It's the booking's fault. You know what I mean? Or whoever's green lighting the bookings. Um, so I don't blame that on Baron Corbin. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah. But yeah, Baron Corbin understands this place. But like I said, Triple H, I think, was actually the catalyst for the cool heel. Cool heel like, example, right. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is in that MJF category where he was getting, like, monster cheers when his music would, would go. He was such a good heel, but it's like he wasn't getting people to legitimately hate him. Not until maybe, like, that Shane McMahon feud, right. you know, when he was doing I, that stuff. Right. I think Miz is also a really good, like, classic sort of heel. Right. But even then, yeah. he walks a really, really good Fine, line uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he can still get you to buy his merch. You know what I mean? Like, he can still right. get you to do that. You know who was a really, really good heel, and uh, it was an underrated time period? He, not not so much now, because now he understands he's got a tween a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, Chris Jericho, circa 2008, when he was, like, that psychopath, like, stoic, like, he wasn't, like, he completely went away from his Chris Jericho character. Uh, that guy understood and that guy got how to be a heel. So apparently this has become a, a podcast of how to be a heel 101, <laughs> guys. So, how to be a heel, brother, brother. How to be a heel, brother, brother. I might have to change the episode title to that. Uh, but anyway, Brandon, so so in, in conclusion, since we're talking about the Royal Rumble, again, yes. uh, go ahead and repeat your picks, Brandon. Alexa Bliss. And you're not just trolling. You're, you're not just trolling me. I'm not me. trolling. I'm being serious. The, like this is legitimately is who you this think is, is going to win. This is a lock. This is this is bet your house. You're going to get some money. All right. Alexa Bliss is winning the Royal Rumble. John Cena is winning the Royal Rumble. He's going to main event WrestleMania, and he's winning that title again. Breaking records. It's time. You heard it here first. Of course, Stone Cold it, locks. I just, uh, I, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I just, I'm just saying, like, Brandon, everyone thinks Brandon's kidding. No, this is actually who Brandon is. But I will re- reiterate my picks. I think, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, cheating a little bit because I think if it's a return in the men's rumble, it's going to be Edge. If it's an active superstar, it's Drew McIntyre. Uh, in the women's, same thing. If it's a returning superstar, I think it's Ronda Rousey. If it's an active superstar, I'm going to go ahead and go with Shayna Baszler. All right? And uh, speaking, since we were talking about the big dog, I think we'll end with this uh, quote from Napoleon. Oh. It says, if you build an army of 100 lions and their leader is a dog, in any fight, the lions will die like a dog. But if you build an army of 100 dogs and their leader is a lion, all dogs will fight as a lion. So you see, all hail our leader, Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, best uh, heel in the business. Best heel in the business. Uh, MJF at a close, close second. Uh, <laughs> but guys, thank you for joining us for episode 64, especially with all the technical difficulties. If you're listening in audio land, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Follow us on social media, uh, Kenny podcast on Twitter at Kenny for your thoughts podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Anything else to follow us on? We're on every major, major streaming audio platform there is. So wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. We are there like Joe Goldberg from you on Netflix, ready to be all up in your grill. By the way, if you follow my personal uh my personal instagram handle which is just at kenny for your thoughts so little tidbit that was my instagram handle before i started the podcast where people are always asking me like why don't you uh use a at kenny for your thoughts on on instagram that's why um so my personal handle just drop the podcast follow me there you'll see a lot of joe goldberg quotes because i am totally obsessed with you on netflix brandon have you seen it yet uh, I saw the clip about the 15 year old girl and it's been recommended to me by a few people so I'm going to check it out uh, if you know what he's talking about please just, just just stop the podcast right now go go tuck your kids in <laughs> keep them away I'm from men, check it out. men like Brandon 